please repeat Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya O Mangalam Guru Devaya Devye Matriksha Mangalam Mangalam Bhakta Brindebyo Sarva Lokaya Mangalam Om Stapakaya Chadarmasya Sarva Dharma Sarupine Avatara Varishtaya Ramakrishna Yate Namaha Om Sarashiva Samarambam Shankaracharya Madhyamam Ashmar Acharya Prayantam Vande Gurum Paramparam Om Vasudevasitam Devam Kamsacharnamardanam Devaki Paramanandam Krishna Vandeja Gatkurum so we're continuing uh, our reading of the Srimad Bhagavatam. We're in the 10th Skanda, chap- uh, Discourse uh, 6. Chap- I guess it will be Chapter 6. And uh, starting at uh, verse 14 today. Uh, 14 to 44, hopefully, if we get through. We'll see. <laughs> uh, 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 noble endeavor. Uh, so this is part two. We read the first part. This whole section is called, some sections, some stories, they have their own name. right? This is called Putana Mukti, the liberation of Putana. And, and almost everybody is here last week, if people weren't, but the, a very quick, uh, uh, after Krishna was born or appeared, he was transferred to the, uh, uh, into, to, to the house of Nanda and Yashoda. And they performed their the rituals of of birth. Very excited that a new a son had been born. They th- in, the n- in the night they thought it was a daughter. We know it was switched by Mahamaya was born there, but they thought, anyways, this is very auspicious. We got a son. Very auspicious. Uh, uh, they did all the rites we read for over several weeks. Then uh, Vasudeva went to Mathura to pay his taxes. He had to go and had to go to the palace of Kamsa. Nanda, Na- Nanda thank you, Nanda. Thank you. The, the, the too, Krishna has too many fathers, too many mothers. Too many fathers and many too many mothers. We're not really too many mothers. We'll see. It's all about Krishna's mothers today. Uh, um, so Nanda takes Krishna. I mean, uh, Nanda goes, leaves uh, some um, respected cowherder men to t- to protect the village, and he went to Mathura to pay taxes, not realizing that. Well, re- not realizing that, that that man he's paying taxes to has killed so many children and he knows the atrocities done. But he doesn't know that the child he's after is Krishna, that is his son, because it was switched without their knowing. So in that, we read the beginning of last week, last week's uh, discussion, we read uh, he met, after paying taxes, he met with Vasudev. And Vasudev, so happy, to, uh, not, not also not telling him that Krishna is... Uh, uh, Vasudev's son, also not telling him that Krishna, his son Krishna is the one that Kamsa is trying to kill, right? But he says, uh, I'm very, he's asking questions, how is he, is he okay, trying to investigate. Then he says, you've paid your taxes and we've met, quickly go back. There may be some trouble in, in, in Vraj, right? And so he got nervous. So, so the verses we read last week, he says, uh, uh, being a little scared, they immediately, uh, by bullock cart, they went back to Vrindavan, back to Vraja, all the time praying to Krishna, praying to Vishnu. Right, uh, 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 for the protection of their village, protection of their newborn son. Right, uh, uh, and those verses are very. I don't have the Sanskrit in front of me here, but if I remember, um, those verses where it says, "Wherever uh, 
Vishnu is spoken of, chanted, or remembered. Smaranam, Shravanam, uh, Kirtanam, Smaranam, right? There, actually, no inauspicious demons can attack. There's nothing inauspicious can come. So, some commentators on this verse have pointed out that verse says commentators cannot, I mean, that uh, where Krishna's names or where Vishnu's names are sung, where he's remembered, where he's spoken, there can be no, no demons can attack. Yet, not only in Vrindavan are, is, 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 is Vishnu remembered, Vishnu himself is present as Krishna. So how can demons attack? And yet the next story is a demon attacking. So it's a point, the point out is that the demons not... We can be attacked by demons if we forget, we let our guard down. We let, let our consciousness get polluted and, bit, and get lowered, right? By internal demons and external demons, right? In this multidimensional, our inner multidimensional universe and the multi-tiered world, like we, uh, our cosmic world and astral world we live in, uh, we can be attacked. But if it says wherever, if we remember and we're singing God's name, remembering God, chanting, uh, uh, chanting verses, ch- uh, praise, nothing can attack. It destroys. These names destroy any, any wickedness. What to speak if, if God is directly present? So it must mean that, there, that this is a special relationship. It's not a normal. We can be attacked. Krishna cannot really be attacked. Actually, everyone who attacks Krishna, the stories are not like the, uh, 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 Putna tries to kill Krishna. It's labeled the liberation of Putna. It, uh, uh, so each, uh, each uh, demon, the, story, the, the title of that story is the liberation of that demon or the uh, 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 vanquishing of that demon. The purpose of it is they're the characters in a certain sense. So Yogamaya, we know Yogamaya is controlling the whole, we spend a lot of time on Yogamaya. Yogamaya is controlling everything. She's, we're in Maya, perhaps, right? In lesser and upper and greater degrees. Yogamaya is different. This is not Mahamaya. Yogamaya is directly the Lord's energy. He's, she's arranging everything in these Leelas. And so similarly, she's letting Putna into Vrindavan. Right, uh, uh, she's controlling everything, but she's allowing because there's a reason. She, the real purpose of Yoga Maya manifesting in the story is to keep the story going, and to ac- accentuate extremely intimate bhavas, the sentiments, right? And especially here, this is be- we're beginning to get the sentiment of this uh, um, Batsalia, this mother-child relationship towards God, right? And especially the childhood or, uh, antics of Krishna awakens very much this. Uh, very affectionate, motherly, affectionate, parental uh, relationship with God, and it's so important. And in Putna, it starts starts it off, right, by setting up how holy this attitude, this Vatsalya Bhava is, so holy that even somebody who's a wicked demon, demoness, whose purpose is to kill Krishna, right, uh, uh, um, she by approaching him, even with the semblance of the of that of a mother, becomes liberated. And these verses will, 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 will unfold that a little bit more tonight. So in the story, what, what happened? She, she, this demon is Putna, and we mentioned quite a bit Putna, the, the, uh, um, what a Putna, Putna is a type, of, a type of almost like witch, mythical, witch-like character that, that steals children, right? Or, or uh, it's a um, uh, Gahana, a uh, uh, Grahana, it, it steals children or kills infants. Right, and we talked. There's some sociological studies that have been done that this Putna is also an aspect of uh, smallpox and chickenpox. Is also child in, in childhood and village and village that even you know uh, disease kills children at the first few. You know, this is within. I think this is within the first five six days. This happens or ten days or something. So very easily a disease can come in the villages. Putna is one of the weapons of Sita Devi, the goddess of smallpox. Right. Um, so there's some sing- some symbolism in there too. But what she does, she appears and she she has a ma- magical quality, 
and so she can change her form. She changed an extremely beautiful form, very some and and go, enters Vrindavan, Raja, and everybody's just like she's gorgeous, right? The men are like, oh, she's really gorgeous, and the woman, she's like a goddess, right? So motherly, right? And so and they're kind of stupefied by her magic, by her power, by her. Uh, but of course they're not. They're really stupefied by Yoga Maya, but uh, uh, and she walks right in, takes, picks up Krishna. Krishna sees, ah, you're the one that kills children. I know all about you. And he closes his eyes. Let's, let's see, he has his own Leela, right? And she immediately picks him up and shoves her breast into his mouth, right? Uh, like a wet nurse type idea. But she smeared poison onto the breast. She drinks, and thinking that this way she'll kill. Because Kamsa has ordered her, you, you roam the villages and kill children. He's actually sent many of his, his uh, uh, cohorts his disciples, his followers, his, his retinue to, uh, to actually, we know, to kill children, to kill cows, to kill brahmanas, to stop yajyas, and torture devotees, cut down trees, anything auspicious, anything that, anything that supports the divine, destroy that, right? And nothing's more, and, and so, uh, so she was out, and so she, not knowing, she didn't know who she's supposed to kill. She knows she's supposed to kill as many children as she can, because one of them will probably be, hopefully be the one that Kamsa is so scared of. And so she sees this beautiful girl, and she's thinking, oh, there's another, another ch- an opportunity. My, my desire is to kill children, right? My uh, job is to kill children, right? So she immediately goes to poison him. And says, Krishna grabs her breast and starts sucking so hard, they suck not only the milk, but her life, her life out of her, right? And she goes screaming, stop, stop, let go, let go, let go, right? This is what we read last week, right? And then she comes flailing, and, she, and then she resumes a huge form, and she collapses dead. Right, but a huge, actually, describe, I forget the, 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 maybe it's here, uh, huge, I mean, very, very huge, uh, Yojana is big, <laughs> it's like miles big, it's like a huge monstrous form. Her real form was really hi- quite hideous, not this beautiful damsel that everybody was be, uh, uh, amazed at. So this is a, just as a story, and then we mentioned another level of the, some of the symbolic meaning that the yogis have given, that the, uh, the Vaishnava um, uh, scholars and saints have, who've thought about this text, uh-uh. We remember the Bhagavatam has over a hundred Sanskrit commentaries, so it's a very important. A lot of really intelligent, smart people have thought about every little detail. We're just we 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 are not that intelligent, and we haven't thought about every detail. We just a little bit we 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 try to think about it becomes overwhelming. Just, every verse can be understood in so many ways, means so many things. So they say that one of the one of the meanings is if you take Krishna, the Krishna killing these different demons is also part, an aspect of our own spiritual struggle. So the first, when, when Krishna is born, we, we, that's a, that, this, the, uh, um, what's the first, o- the first obstacle is Putana. And so Putana is somebody who is appearing like a loving mother, but she's not a loving mother, right? She's, it's, she's manipulating. So one of the meanings of Putana is false guru, right? Uh, but not just false guru, there's many false gurus who don't know better. Right, sometimes uh, it's this is a purposely manipulative somebody who appears show themselves as something they're not, right, in order to deceive for their own personal profit. And we mentioned last week the danger, and many, many times, especially we go into the study of demonology. We, we mentioned last week there's a danger because these demons are can be seen in the world. We can see like like I can you know three or four messages on my Facebook came from put, equivalent to Putinas in my mind. You know, they, uh, they're, they're everywhere you look is such uh, 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 pretenders, you know, who are, done it, who, are manip- who are appearing very holy to bring people to God, but actually their intentions are selfish. Maybe even diabolical, selfish minimally, diabolical possibly, you know. Um, but we shouldn't, the purpose is not to like, oh, that's a demon. 
Krishna kills demons. Hope that person dies. You know, that's a, that's a dangerous thing we demonize when we see, right? But so, Daishi uh, asked a question at the end of last week's discussion, and that's a, an important point. We also have to, these are not external, they are external demons. There's putnas, there's witches who go who are around and steal children, right? <laughs> there are such, 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 such entities. The ancient world considered them very real. We've lost our, 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 our flavor and belief in those things, right? They are, there are, Symboli- if she symbolizes fa- people who pretend hypocritically to pretend to be things that they're not, that we see, you open your eyes, you see it everywhere. But we have to and then internalize what do these demons mean for us? Who are they inside of us? So he said one p- potential is that it's a tendency to just accept anything that's beautiful as authentic. Right? Uh, uh, um, and you can see, like, she's so beautiful, she must be pure. She, her intentions must be perfect. It looks really good. All the things are right. She, and she's saying she wants to serve. So it must be good, right? So that so that it's not the person we should demon it, but the tendency to accept anything that's just by by face value, right? Uh, 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 not the real internal intention. This afternoon I was reading. I don't even know. I don't have the book in front of me, but also a commentary on the Bhagavatam by uh, Gaudiamat Sanyasi, whose name I'm not remembering. Just brought it out, but he also gave it a slightly even deeper interpretation. He's accepted that. He's false guru, it's like that. But it's also our own false guru. Right? There's something inside of us that also tells us, oh, you know, we have, Sri Ramakrishna said, the purified mind is a guru. Right? At a certain point, the mind becomes your own guru. Or be your own guru. Right? It is Guru Purnima a few days ago, we celebrated. But that doesn't mean, of course, the, the we have in the scripture, the Chaitanya Bhagavatam himself says, there's called Chaita Guru. There is the inside guru. Our own consciousness, our own mind is a guru. Purified mind is a guru. Right, so deep within the super soul, Paramatma is giving us spiritual instructions at all times, right? But we don't hear such instructions, right? So the super soul, the Cheta Guru, externalizes as the scriptures to give us this advice, a general advice like that. But we don't read the scriptures, and if we read the scriptures, we don't understand the scriptures, right? So that's so that same so that that, uh, that same Paramatma, the inner Guru, who becomes Bhagavat. Right, this is called Bhagavan, right? The the the, the Lord who's within, the uh, um, the uh, Bhagavat, and then also becomes the Guru, right? Externally to scream, don't do that, do do this, right? So it's like the 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 outer Guru we have is is should be it should be vocalizing what our inner self should be saying, right? So if that's the case, then we we can also be, like, the uh, I sometimes think to myself. There's no end to the potential of self-delusion. The ego is such, right? And so, if the, the, the unrefined, the unpurified mind is going to give you very nice advice, but what's the advice? It's going to be for its own good. Now, it's, if the ego, and or the anarthas, uh, not even the ego, ego is the big one, Kamsa represents the ego in this, right? But the, the, thi- the aspects, the ungas of Kamsa, which are called uh, uh, anarthas, the, all these like lust, anger, greed, jealousy, uh, um, di- different aspects of our uh, of our selfish, self-centered, uh, limited, limiting uh, uh, thinking. Uh, they're gonna get. They're not gonna give advice. that's gonna be their death. That's not what they're. They're not looking for their own extinction. They're looking for their perpetuation. Whenever a demon does a lot of austerities and gets a boon from a deva, it's always the same boon. You make me immortal. They want to. One of the things that because. You think about the, the the obsession with immor- to immortality because they know they're not. I mean, they feel they're empty, right? So so they want to exist. 
so the inner when those inner qualities, those limiting and limiting qualities, are going to give a spiritual advice. They're not going to give advice on how to kill them. They're going to give advice in a way that makes that make sure that they exist perpetually, right? So sometimes our inner the inner putna is giving very nice advice, right? You should do this, do this type of meditation, right? But who's giving it? It's like it's like I, I remember Abbot George once saying, "Let's make a thing." So we we get a we get a drop of mala, right? And you put you put the drop on the hand of the ego. And it goes Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, right? Japa mal in the hand, the ego doesn't do anything. Like it's, it's safe. Ah, just see. Now nothing will happen to me, right? You know, it's like it's not. It's not the ego that should be chanting. They, they, every mantra means Namaha, not me, right? We go me, 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 uh, me. <laughs> not the not me, not me, not me, not me. You see, so so the, 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 the even the inner advice is sometimes we give very. Sometimes we have to think how good, how nice is our inner advice to ourselves, right? <laughs> we shouldn't have. It's not that we should be like beat ourselves up and have low self-esteem. That's not the goal. That's a weird thing, right? That's an aberration of it. But like, Swami Vivekananda says in the in his um, uh, Vedanta uh, one, the, he gave five talks called Practivedanta in London. One is my favorite, where he says, "Don't make if." It, so you'll see a thousand teachers and a thousand teachings that tell you the actual is the ideal. Where you are now is where you're supposed to be. What you're doing is great, right? You know, it's like you're healthy, great. You're happy, great. You're financially secure, great. That's spiritual life, right? That's nice, but it's not spiritual life. He says when, when you think that the actual is the ideal, your, sp- your progress stops. You don't make any struggle. Better, he says... But the thing is, we don't like to think we haven't reached the ideal because we feel bad about ourselves, right? I'm not to the ideal. He says, better to feel bad about yourself. You should think, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not at the ideal yet. But don't lower the ideal. So Putna is also this inner type of thing that gives it. Oh, wow, everything is nice and beautiful, but it's, it's. She's trying. She's presenting herself as something she's not. It's presenting itself as the, the false guru presents itself as somebody who will take you to God. But that that teaching has its own selfish. Uh, 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 not even selfish, but also that I mean, he's, she's not only selfish because she the one month of the year says she, she's hungry for blood. She wants her own pleasure, right? But she's diabolical. She's meant to kill children, right? She's not sent to to, to for, for our good, right? But in the story, she approaches, and so there's a, a bit of uh, we told a little bit of the backstory. Every character has a, a million backstories. Her backstory: she was the she was the, the daughter. Um, uh, of of uh, Bali, and who uh, uh, Krishna, um, uh, who uh, Vamana killed. And when she saw Vamana as a little boy, she oh what a beautiful little boy. Uh, uh, and then that little boy killed her father. So I, I I shall take revenge on that little boy. The story goes. So she had two conflicting things. She had a motherly atmosphere. Oh what a beautiful boy, right? Like, um, the motherly affection, but also. Uh, I shall take my revenge. I shall kill that boy. So in her next life, both of these things, by Krishna, by Yogamaya letting her into the mandal, and Krishna accepting, oh yes, immediately closing his eyes, pretending he doesn't know who she is, and taking her lap, allows her to satisfy both of these. She approaches as a mother, even though a fake mother, right, and with the intention to kill, right. And so we mentioned last week, and we mention every week, Krishna says in the Gita, however way you approach me, I respond. So if you approach him, you approach God as a lover, he's your lover. If you approach God as the absolute truth, he's the truth. If you pro- approach God as a friend, he's the best friend. If you have a mother, she's, your mo- she's, she's the next room as our mother. As your son, she be- he becomes your son. As an enemy, he becomes your enemy. 
right? It's like people who like to fight God, great. There's so many, so this whole book is full of people fighting God and losing. He's the best fighter, right? So it's like, and, and everybody who fights, any way you touch God, it's gonna be, it's gonna be your benefit. You fight God, he's gonna, he's gonna best fight, he's gonna liberate you, right? If you love God, he's gonna liberate you through love, right? He's gonna love you, right? So both these things, she approached both as an enemy and as a mother, even though a fake mother. Right, so he got the benefit. You'll see in these verses, I've been all this talking without even reading the verse, uh, 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 that he gets, she gets the benefit of fighting him, and the benefit of anybody fighting God is being killed by God and liberated, and he gets, the, she gets the benefit of of becoming, at least for a second, in a perverted, backwards way, his mother, her, his mo- his mother. So anyways, we'll jump into it. Reading from chap from verse fourteen. When her body fell, it smashed trees of a distance of 12 miles, O king. She astonished all by this amazing manifestation. Mahat ashit tat adbutam. Adbutam means it's miraculous, uh, strange, amazing, marvelous, like uh, magical or something. So seeing, I mean, she's a beautiful girl, a beautiful woman comes in and starts, uh, 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 picks up the child and within seconds she's screaming and growing and her eyes are bulging, her hair is going over, her arms are growing and then she becomes this, and then she, she falls outside the village and she takes up, she destroys, she knocks down trees for 12 miles. Right, so that's not a normal thing. <laughs> and they're like, they're, 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 it, it is adbut, this is amazing. What's it, adbut is what's another way, adbut, we talk about this strange. word, strange, you know, it's like, there, and you have to think, this is, and there's, there's a theme here because we've done, there's been many sophisticated things that have been happened in the Bhagavatam. Rishis, kings, uh, um, um, uh, 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 devas, right? These are, you know, the deva world and heaven worlds. We have the, uh, um, uh, the highest Brahminical rishis, the founders of civilization, the Prajapatis, like this. Uh, uh, here, this is, when we start, a lot of these are meant to give a very big transition. It's about cows. About cow herders, it's about the forests, it's about clean water, right? It's, it's about simple, pure, old relationships, right? And so here also, it's about uh, 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 the simple mind of the the innocence of village life of, of cow herders, right? They're not, you know, uh, uh, he, they don't know that we don't know what happened. It's just they're bewildered by this. Oh my, like, and they get scared. What's gonna Something like that happens in your village. Everybody freaks out. Some mat, some demon, some ghost, some you know they don't know what what has come. No, no. Then it's so this huge body it takes on a, a huge. Uh, um, uh, the description is that a, a, a tremendous description. It says, "Ishamotragi matrogra damstrasyam." Her feet, her teeth are fierce, like a. a, a like iron bars, but it's like iron bars here. It's the type of iron bars that are all the examples are going to be uh, uh, um, forest examples, right? Or or, or cowherd examples, mountain nature examples. These are like the bars that uh, that till that um a plow. A plow. Thank you. A plow. They're like plows, right? They're iron, the iron teeth of a plow, right? That's in their world. So their teeth, her teeth, like there's a guy. She has teeth like plows, like you know, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, Giri kandara nashikam. Her her uh, uh, nostrils are like uh, 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 like uh, giri kandara, are like big caves in the mountain, <laughs> right? Her huge. I mean, I mean, she takes up eight feet, eight eight miles. Remember, right? 
uh, uh, so her, 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 her nostrils are like mountain caves right Gandashayala Stanam Raudram her breasts are like fallen bold, giant boulders Prankiraruna uh, Murudanam her and her hair everywhere is like her hair is like reddish um, like copper copper colored hair what's the word uh, um, um, uh, uh, Aruna right kind of reddish hair is, is like like copper you know and uh, uh, mine you know uh, deposits in the mountains you know so everything is being given this this uh, hmm? it's like a, like a gem. yes Andakupa Kabhiraksham her eyes are like like Andakupa are like are like wells but under like blind wells right dark like you know just like bottomless dark murky you can't see the body you can't see what's in there well imagine her eyes are like wells dark wells Pulin Pulinoroha Bishanam her hips are like Sand dunes. Badha setu, badha setu, pujor angri. Her, her bujo uru angri. Her arms, her thighs, and her feet are like bandha setu, are like um, uh, um, uh, dams and bridges. Right. And the examples are all very, very nice. I think. Uh, uh, Pulin, pulino, roha, bishanam. I did that one. Shunyatoya, tadodharam. Her abdomen was like a big, dried-up lake, lake bed. Right. So this is. It's a huge, but you know she's huge. But all you have to think that this is a twilight language. There's so many things going on at the same time, right? Because at one level, I mean, you have to be came from because it can be read in a way where it's very fascinating, but the least bit ecstatic now these are devotion this is also a description of this is the, the, the Putna is childhood disease also right you know and and these come where do they come from it comes from wa- from dark water and and unclean caverns and dry you know and and what dried riverbeds and dry you know these are all science these all bring so it can be seen that it's the symbol of that also symbol of that also but uh, there is uh, 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 but it's told in a way. But the the story is being told has that level of meaning. But it's uh, and so that's uh, that's their natural experience of this. Uh, but she's also magical. In uh, we could th- we could look back at now and say, oh, this is uh, the cause of childhood disease that he was able to overcome. Right. This is a clear example of uh, him overcoming a, a very early childhood disease. And it's it's very clear here. This would mean is that in, in their vicinity, within eight miles, there must have been unclean water that brought mosquitoes and 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 and, and impure uh, impure wells and 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 and, and dank caves and and dried up dried up jaima, dried up uh, 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 rivers and and lake beds like this. But in their world. Right, and the world that is being presented, the extraordinary world, the magical world, a demon has a demoness has attacked, right? And then we know the demoness has been attacked by Kamsa, right? Because he, so it's a, and it, the the uh, uh, this is has tremendous symbolic power at so many levels, but it's also a real story, and the story by thinking the story, then it, the, the sweetness of the rasa comes out, and you have to, and it's showing actually in the beginning of this whole transition, this rasa has to come. 
from simple interpretation of, of life, right? You know, we make it like, oh, like clearly this is this is smallpox. This is what he's talking about. No, it has it has it. This is this is this is spirits. This is Vishnu. This is God. This is a God. This is uh, demons. Right? This is the this is the world that we have to understand in order to get the meaning of the story. Right. So this is a these are big trend because the next thousands of verses, 10,000 verses at least, will be built upon this stage. Demon after demon, say so it's like uh, it's, uh, first it was the cows, the land, and then the worldview of simple. Uh, uh, can't say so. I'm not trying to pejorate all these are backward simple people, right? We need to be backward simple people. That's we need to means. But what's backward simple people is pre-modern people. To use the language we've been discussing, right? Uh, 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 where the sacred was real, and everything and everything uh, foretold of, of, of eschatological events. Right, this is a real thing where we're dealing obsessed with spiritual reality. Right. The cowherd men and cowherd women already had their hearts, ears, and head pierced by the loud so- by the loud sound. But when she fell last week, we read the last verse we read. When she fell, it was like a thunderbolt clap. Right, like oh my goodness, some, some thunderbolt is like Indra has killed the Prasuda. Right. Uh, uh, uh. Now they became frightened seeing such a gigantic form. They were already scared by the sound. Now they see this huge, tremendous form. Yeah, because it contrasts when she entered the village. Yes. And he described these poetic ways of yes. beautiful. So beautiful in her hips and her and breasts like and the flowers in her hair and, and like this. Like yes, now she's the other side, the other side of, yes, yes, yes. Now they're scared. But also if we take Baker to mean false teachings or a false teacher, very beautiful in the beginning but on the way out. Like how much harm you can see, you can see the damage is there. It's like a thunder. It's like then we see, oh my God, it's grotesque, and how easy we could see that we think we're doing all the right things, and we look back and we become our spiritual life is grotesque. We're selfish, self-centered, right, and and doing all the right things seemingly, right. But that's a very grave danger, also frightening to behold. Uh, uh. So imagine this huge uh, monster. Right, uh, dead, and where is Krishna? Right, that's like where is Krishna? They, they, you can imagine they're freaked. The other texts that elaborate this, this is just this is very quickly going through it. They completely freak out and they search everywhere, and then they see, kind of on top of the the giant body, the little boy is, you know, little you know, <laughs> like this, right? So innocent. Balamcha tasya urasi, right? The child, they saw the child on her breasts, right? Kridandam akutobhyam. Plain, kridandam. Uh, he's engaged in playing, just playing like a little baby, but uh, without any fear. Right? He's just without any. But you can see, it's, we think he's without fear because he's God, right? He's Vishnu. He's, he's he came to kill demons, right? He's not scared of demons, right? But they think he's he, he's innocent. He doesn't know what just happened. He's playing innocently. We have to save him. Right, you think that you have to see from his perspective, all these verses can also be read from this two verse, one version. From Krishna's perspective, he's fearless. He's 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 the cause of fearlessness, right? He has nothing to fear. But they're thinking, oh my, he's playing without. He just he doesn't know what just happened. There's a big monster, just a giant monster. He doesn't, you know, just tried to kill him, right? Gopias turunam samad bietya. The cowherd woman ran to him and grabbed him. Jagruhu jata. Some Brahmaha. 
and they picked them up. They uh, they picked them up with their minds freaked completely, freaked out, completely agitated. Right? Yashura rohini biyamtaha, and they, they took gave her to his. This is also significant. This whole thing happened from the breast of Putna. Now they're giving him to to be held by Yashoda and Rohini. His real because you can't say who are his real mothers because we know Yashoda's. I mean his real mother, but Devaki. If you can say Devaki, Krishna has a mother. It's Devaki's his mother, right? Uh, but Rohini. So Yashoda is his mother. Rohini is his mother, right? Yashoda, Rohini, and others like the Taha, and others like them. Another, all the village women, all of them thought they all had motherly feelings towards the child. Samman bilasa sarvataha, raksham vadhara samyat. They samam balasya sarvataha to completely protect that child. Raksham vidhadhire samyaha to complete again completely protect. Uh, uh, go pucha brahmana adibihi. Go. This is an, this is go pucha bra, uh, brahm, brahmana. Go pucha. Go means cow. Pucha means tail, right? And so this is a switch of a, of a tail of a cow. The cow here, and brahmana means they waved around. So they they immediately they they this is this is this these are these are uh, they're doing occult rituals to purify and protect the child right and actually that um, um I have a friend who lives in New Vrindavan who's said he would send me a, a cow cow hair tail switch it's used in puja things like that it can be used right it has a, a wand like quality they immediately because remember it, in in the world of, of of Raj the cow is supreme and we know we talked a few weeks ago. Even Krishna came and created Vraj and Vrindavan and Gokul for the cow. The cow really is the presiding deity. Krishna is the deity, but Krishna's his deity is the cow, right? Right. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, so everything about the cow is a point that comes out. Everything about the cow is extremely holy. So even the tail of a cow, the hair. If our hair, you know, this hair, right, it just fell out. That's <laughs> Right, this is not purifying. If it falls in, f- if it falls in food, it can't be offered, right? Uh, uh, um, it becomes any. Th- so, but hair, cow hair is different. Uh, 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 so everything about the cow is pure, uh, purifying, pure and purifying. So they wave, they they start doing their uh, protective rites, thinking, "Oh my God, the child." So the mother Yashoda, Rohini, all the ladies, they immediately grab the child and start doing the magical things that they that they know from their family tradition how to protect the child. Uh, uh, Yashoda and others liked him in order to completely protect the child from all dangers, perform rites such as waving the tail of a cow over his body. Go mutrena snapayita itva. Go murtena. They snanam, they sprinkled or bathed in cow urine. Now this is also very, we usually wouldn't think, but actually cow urine is extremely purifying. It's stronger, it's a more of a disaffectant than Mr. Clean. Right, uh, it's a very incredibly purifying thing, but it also removes any. It has a spiritual purifying quality also, although as well as a, a biological antibiotic type of uh, quality. They wash him with cow urine. Punargo rajasa pakkam. Punar. Then what did they do again or uh, uh, again? Go rajasa. Go cow dust. Right, so w- dust where cows had walk have walked. They took that dust and they smeared it on his body. 
right? It shows you where even when the, where cow walks is holy, right? Not to speak you, you, uh, cow dung, cow urine, and cow dust and cow hair. These are considered you know you, you have a saint, their dung, yeah. their hair, their 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 uh, and their and and their and their urine it will make you impure, right? A cow. Their, their, their urine, their, their most dirty part of a cow is purifying to humans. The, the, uh, uh, so that shows you they have a very unique quality, right? So they immediately, they bathed him with cow urine. They smeared his, um, him with dust that has been trodden by cows. Raksham chakrus chakrita dwada sangeshu nama bihi. And then, in order to, for his complete protection, uh, um, they marked his body, Dwada um, Sangeshu, um, in twelve places. The Anga's twelve limbs. This means actually this is uh, they, they marked it. Actually, um, uh, I missed the word here. Uh, where is it? Oh, oh, oh uh, Sakrita. Sak- Shakrita means cow dung. With cow dung, powdered cow dung, they did made tilak. And they, they did tilak on his 12 part. You see, I mean, I'm wearing a different type of tilak. But there's 12 points in the body, especially the Vaishnava. They used 12 names. With 12 is his nama. They chanted names and marked his body with cow, mud from cow, uh, cow uh, dung. Even bashma is made from burnt cow dung. Right? So it's also cow dung is even used in the Shaivite tradition. This is primarily cow, cow dung burnt in a certain way, in certain refinement. Right? And those, so, so this twelve names are very important. These twelve names, there's of course there's unlimited names of Vishnu, limited names. There's unlimited forms of God. Each unlimited form of God has unlimited names, right? One of those names is Vishnu. That Vishnu has unlimited names, called and at least represented by Vishnu Sahasranama. Of those Vishnu Sahasranama, twelve or fourteen are considered primary, right? Uh, some list twelve, some list fourteen. So this is twelve. These are the twelve that are used for tilak. You see the Hare Krishnas and the markings. They chant. They they do. Om Keshavaya Namaha, Om Narayanaya Namaha, like this. So they invoke these divine names of Vishnu, uh, and and because actually these this has a meaning also. The markings we put on the body tilak has many uh, purposes. One is that it, of course it it's a sectarian signifier. It shows what tradition you belong to. Right, they're according to lineage to how the marking even like if it's this way that way if it's this way and with a dot here or a line here all these things make it they have their own language right has a meaning of your lineage and tradition and devotion uh, sect right but it's not but they're also not just sectarian they're 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 not arbitrary they have meaning there's places on the body are these are ungas these are um, uh, powerful spots sensitive spots which are sensitive to spiritual energy and by chanting mantras at those places you do two things that energy goes into you and purifies you but also seals the, there whenever there's like whenever there's a a, 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 a powerful a, a door you do two things you need to let something in right so you want something in and you want to keep things out right by chanting mantras you pure you, the, those the, and the vibration of those holy mantras enters the, the body and they are they're like nyasa they're they're left there as gatekeepers right and these next few verses are all about protection right so that's what we have said it's to purify him right we've washed and cleaned him like that and we need to p- protect him close all the gates surround him with protection right i'll chant the, the 12 names om kishavaya namaha om narayanaya namaha om madhavaya namaha om govindaya namaha om vishnavaya namaha om madhusudanaya namaha om trivikramaya namaha Om Vamanaya Namaha, Om Shridharaya Namaha, 
ओम ऋषिकेशाय नम ओम पद्मभाय नम ओम दामोधाराय नम Twelve names. They're also just using Achaman. In many, you'll see some pujas will start Om Kishavaya Namaha, Om Narayana, like this. They start with the three and they continue, or they can just be Om Vishnu. We do Om Vishnu, Om Vishnu, Om Vishnu. The point is that God's name purifies. They bathe him in cow urine, smeared him with dust had been trodden by cows, and they also, for his protection, marked the twelve parts of his body with cow dung, while chanting the names of Vishnu. Gopya Samspista Shaila Shailila. Angeshu Karanaya Karayo Pritatvak Nyasamanya Artha Balasya Bija Nyasam Akurvataha Akurvata. Then they did they uh they uh the gopi the gopis, these all the ladies are doing this, they sparsha they drink and touch water, means achaman, Om Vishnu, you know, they touch they purify themselves. And then they perform Anga Nyasa and Kara. It says Anga Kara Karaka Nyasa. These are you probably seen. Om Kam 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 Gustavyaro Im Cham 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 Im Tar Dani Biamsaha. There is mantra that I do on the fingers called Kara Nyasa and Anga Nyasa. Hridayanamaha Shirasaiswaha Shikayeva Shat Kavachayahum Natrayeva Shat. Like this, there's these limbs and the hands. And it can be done, we can do it with the letters of the alphabet. We can do it with the, uh, the aspect of a mantra, like Om, Na, Ma, Shi, Vaya, like this. Or, or aspects of a Bij mantra, uh, uh, um, like Am, Ing, Hung, and there's different things like that. Or you can do it, which often done in childhood like this, and some commentary said this probably was done, is you take the first syllable of somebody's name, right? And, and then you, uh, uh, so like for instance, for Krishna it's um, Krish. Right, so it's Kram, Krim, Krum, Kram, Kra. So Kram, Gustav, Yanamaha, Krim, Taradani, Biamsa, Krum, Adma, Biamsa, Kram, like this, right? So that uh, uh, this is also that's one way directly putting to the to the to, to bring, especially connecting with the name, the first syllable, which is chosen by astrology, has a lot of meaning, right? And by doing this, you again you you infuse the body and you, you surround the body with this divine vibration. Also, the Anganyasa, the five fingers, represent the five limbs of the body itself and then we do the five limbs of the body in a different way but also the five fingers also represent the f- the, the, uh, the five elements which in which the body is made right the th- uh, what is it the pinky is water the ring finger is space the uh, no earth. earth the middle finger is space the pointer finger is air the thumb is fire right which is also rep- that means astro- more a little more yogically these represent the f- chakras right so the fin- little finger is the second chakra, water element, which is the water element. The ring finger is earth element, muladhara chakra. The middle finger is space element, which is the third chakra. The first finger, pointer finger, is air element, which is the heart chakra. And the thumb is the fire element the, at, at the navel. Right, so just by doing this, you're also connecting. And like, like These are all things we do in puja, they're done in rituals and pujas. Here it's being done for protection. They're infusing and protecting. They're freaked out. The child has to be protected. This is something magical happened. We don't know what happened. Very scary. They have to uh, give full protection. Uh, um, the gopi, uh, uh, they did. Uh, the gopis touched and sipped water and then performed anga and karanyasa on themselves and then on the child. They did. They did nyasa of the bij mantra. So this is interesting. They did it to themselves and then to the de- then to the child. Right. But we do this in puja. First we do, we do this, all the nyasa is done to ourselves first, and then we do because the deities is in us, and then we do it externally to the deity, you'll see, then it becomes 
change it becomes like this right on the deity you're invoking because that which is here so it's also interesting in a certain sense they're invoking uh, their wor- this is their this is their puja to Krishna right they're just you can also see we do this uh, we, we do this, if I had an image of Krishna I was going to worship we do the same thing I do Achaman I purify my body with mantras I purify the deity's body with the, uh, the statue's body with mantras I do Nyasa Anganyasa ka- uh, and, and Karanyasa and Anganyasa on, on, on myself and then I do Karanyasa and Anganyasa on the deity using the Bij mantra right so the same thing is being done right then there's three, four verses that are a little longer. I'm not going to go verse by verse. I'm just going to read uh, the translation because I don't want to get stuck in it. But they're very... Um, um, uh, 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 it's called a, this is called kavacha. Another thing, kavacha means a shield or a sh- uh, uh, armor. I guess ar- armor is a proper word. And kavachas are usually, especially invoking names of God, may... Like for instance, there's a Kali Kavacha, or there's Shiva Kavacha, there's Narashinga Kavacha, there's Vishnu Kavacha, Narayan Kavacha. And they're all usually described in the scriptures. Here, this Kavacha, they're invoking, may, like, well, just read it. May Agna, Agna means the birthless one, protect your legs. May Maniman, this is the one who wears jewels, the jeweled one, protect your knees. May Yagna, Sacrifice, protect your thighs. May Achuta, the unwavering infinite one, protect your waist. May Hayagriva, protect your. Hayagriva is a horse headed form of Vishnu, protect your abdomen. May Keshava, protect your heart. May Isha, protect your chest. May Surya, protect your neck. May Vishnu, protect your arms. May Urukrama, this is a sacred footed, protect your mouth. May Ishura, protect your head. Right? This is a very classical type of uh, 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 like that. So they're invoking every type of protection, may, and then so now these are his body. Now it's going to do directions, and and may the holder of the disc. This is uh, uh, chakra. May chakra. May, may chakra. May the holder of the disc, which is Vishnu, protect you from the front. Remain. Remain in front. May Hari, the holder of the mace, remain behind. May Madhusudana, the holder of the bow, and Agnya, the holder of the sword, remain on both sides. May Urugaya, the holder of the conch, remain in the cent- in the corners. May Upendra remain above. May Taksha, Taksha is a name for Garuda, or it could also be the right ho- one who rides Garuda, remain below. Right, and may Haladhara, the Purusha, remain on all sides. So they're praying. Who are they praying to? These are all names of Vishnu. And they're praying to Vishnu to protect Krishna. Which means, very clearly, they don't know Krishna is Vishnu. Right? But it's a tricky thing because they don't know he's Vishnu and they do know. They come to know he's Vishnu, but not really. Even if they know he's Vishnu, they know he's not Vishnu. Because Vishnu is God. And Krishna is not God. He's a little boy. Right? We can we reading that he's, a, he's both God and man or both God and son. Right, because Sri Ramakrishna said that at the beginning you see God as all powerful, thousand arms, Durga, right? Uh, 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 because like that's called on rev, that's Bhagavad, that's God, Ishwara, the control of everything, right? Describe his one eye is the sun, one eye is the moon, right? You know, it's like that's not a lovable. That's an that's an you get overwhelmed by the power and majesty of Ishwara, right? But then that can become as a power goes down not power, but as our love increases, our obsession with the power and glories of God becomes less. And we become more, and to a point where that same infinite God becomes like a child. 
Right. Still all power is there, but we don't think of the power. We think only, oh, we love him. We need to take care of him. We need to serve him, protect him. Right. He's the protector, but you're thinking, how do we protect him? How do we pray? Pray to Vishnu. He'll protect him. Right. And, 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 and there's verses that show the gopis know he's Vishnu. Here it's not obvious yet. They come to know he's Vishnu, but still they don't think he's Vishnu. Right. Vishnu is... Uh, uh, uh. One of our friends went to Vrindavan and he saw in somebody's house they had a statue of Ram that they were worshipping the family. <laughs> right. And he says, why are you worshipping Ram? What do you mean why are you worshipping Ram? Ram's God. He goes, no, but in Vrindavan, Krishna's God. Hey, don't say such things. Right. Krishna's our, our son. Ram is God. Right. If, you, if he hears you talk like that, he's gonna, how is he going he's gonna to grow up spoiled? thinking I'm God, you know, it's like, it's that, but obviously they're, they're Vaishnavas and Vrindavas, they know their whole life is Krishna's God, but they can't think like that because it ruins the sentiment, right, so they know he's, Rishikesha, uh, now these names are all significant, I mean, we can, I have to study them to understand what they all mean to, uh, and how they connect, some of them are more obvious, may Rishikesha protect your senses, Indriyani Rishikesha, Rishikesha means the God, Lord of the senses, May the Lord of the senses protect your senses. So this is a story, but it's also an internal story. We need to protect our surround ourselves with protection, purify ourselves, protect ourselves, invoke at all the divine name, continue we need to live in a world of divine name, of divine names and the, and the divine name. But also, how do we protect our senses? Well one of the places we become attacked by by worshiping Rishikesha, the Lord of the senses, which means by controlling the senses. Sense control protects the senses. Prana Narayanovatuhu. May Narayana protect your life breath. Shweta Dvipaya Patis Chittam. May the Lord of Shweta Dvipa protect your Chitta. Shweta Dvipa is the white island. This is where one form of Vishnu lives in the milk ocean. This is the technical term. Name for Vishnu or, Bal- or, or, or um, Shuraksha Vishnu, the Paramatma. He's a form. He's, he's a form of Vishnu that enters everyone's heart as Paramatma. It's described. So, anyways, he uh, protect your chitta. What is your chitta? Your your mind, your consciousness, your mind stuff. May Yogeshwara, the Lord of Yoga, protect your mind. My yoga is a control of the mind. Ultimately, yoga chitta. You know, I mean, it's control of the mind is yoga. May the Lord of Yoga means Ishwar, the controller of yoga, right? The, the master of yoga help con- control your mind, protect your mind. These are insignificant, I think. May Prishigarbha protect your buddhi. Prishigarbha. Prishnigarbha, the one who was born of Prishni. This is a. Maybe in the Bhagavatam we've read his story, or not, I don't. It was we've. It's been so many years, and we've read so many stories. I don't remember if we read his story, but um, uh, Prishni worshipped. He was an ancient sage who worshipped with devotion. Um, so much devotion that Lord appeared to him and asked for boon, and he asked a, a boon. Um, uh, actually, we know uh, we told we did tell his story at the beginning of, uh, of who uh, Devaki was in the previous birth. I think Krishni. Um, uh, and, she, and he prayed that may, may, may please I want a son like you if you ask God I want a son like you there's nobody like God so God has to be the son right so I agree so he was born Lord was born three times to her one as Prishnigarbha uh, 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 in ancient times then as Bali no, uh, Abhamana to, uh, uh, and then now as Krishna right so it's interesting may, uh, may Prish, uh, um, uh, different yugas 
Aditi and Kashapa are the parents again and again in the story. Um, may uh, we appreciate. Uh, May Govinda protect you while you play. Now they're saying, May Govinda. Who's Govinda? That's Krishna, right? The one who brings pleasure to the cows, right? So it shows you why this is the, the author is superimposing. He knows, he knows the story already, so he's posing. But I think it's also significant. May Govinda is the one who plays with, he's a, he's a little boy, Govinda, the one who brings pleasure to the cows. May he protect you while you play. We know when Krishna plays, what is he playing with? Cows. He goes out with his boyfriends and plays all day long with the cow with the cowherd friends. All the stories are that, right? May Govinda protect you while you play. Very interesting. They know he, the thin point is another thing. Either they know or the author knows. <laughs> in retrospect, when he's composed this hymn, uh, uh, may Govinda protect you while you play. May Madhava protect you when you while you sleep. May Vaikunta protect you while walk while you walk. Vaikunta Vaikunta means heaven, the highest heaven. Right, and we only think Vaikuntha is not a person. But we something. Oh, heaven help us, or he's you know it's like heaven is heaven is spoken. We use that term sometimes. The place is not different from the person or from the deity. Heaven and God are are synonymous in many people's our normal way of thinking, right? In that sense, like heaven or the Lord of Vaikuntha, you could also say, which is Vishnu, protect you where you walk. This is also significance. Uh, where should we walk? We should walk in God's kingdom. We can't walk in the kingdom of God, right? Our walking should be that also. May the Lord of Shri, the Lord of Lakshmi, means Vishnu, protect you while sitting. May the Lord of Sacrifice, Bhujhanam uh, Yagnabuk Patu, may the Lord of Sacrifice protect you while you eat. And this is, we know sacrifice is the mouth of Vishnu. Right? When you go Om Swaha, he opens his mouth and takes her off. Right, so you're, I mean, if you're eating also, we go Om, we, 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 we swallow, we go Brahmarpanam, Brahmavir, Brahmagno. We say when we eat, it's our prayer, it's, a, it's a, that mantra from the Gita, Brahmarpanam, Brahmavir, Brahmagno, Brahmanahutam, Brahmaivatena Gantavyam, Brahmakarma Samarina, is a verse about Yajna. Right, Brahmarpanam, Brahma is the offering, Brahmavir, Brahman is the, the thing that's is the ghee. Brahma, uh, Brahma, Brahma is the sacrifice, the ghee, the, the sacrificer, the act of sacrificing. Brahma karma, Brahma, um, uh, Brahma karma, one who sees Brahma in all these activities, in all these things, samadhina, he be attains samadhi. So we use that in the, in the, in the, in the sannyasi tradition, we chant that mantra while eat before eating. It's a common our food prayer. It's also from the Mahanirvana Tantra. Shiva tells Parvati that with this mantra, even the move food that comes in the mouth of a dog, which is considered unclean, is becomes pure. This mantra purifies everything because what changes? Nothing changes our attitude. We see it as sacrifice. Then it becomes pure, right? So our very eating, if we think it, if we're, free, if we're feeding yajna, where if everything is yajna, then it becomes purified. Also, it means we only uh, we only eat what's very pure. If you know the body is a temple and eating is a sacrifice, what do, what do you put into the, what do you you get the best ingredients, right? One of Sanyasi uh, Swami Purnatmananda uh, from the Bharateva Ashram, he says he, he he was telling one devi, one devotee he says, "Are you a are you a dustbin?" He goes, "No." And why are you eating junk food, right? You throw garbage in the gar- in the garbage can. You're not a garbage can. Are you a crematorium? He says, "No." Why are you throwing animals in there? Throwing dead bodies and like that, he says, "You're you're 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 a temple of God. Pure things should be offered. The highest quality food, right? Pure food, sattvic food, non-violent food, and good food, 
Right. You're not. You're, your body is not. This is not a, 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 a toilet or a, a, a trash can to throw rubbish. Rubbish. Right. So this is. A, I think these these names are important. May, uh, uh, may Vaikun to protect you while you walk. May the Lord of free protect you while sitting. May the Lord of sacrifice protect you while eating. May you be free from all inauspicious planets. Sarva graha, payankraha. May any planets, any inauspicious signs. May you be free from all that. They're praying, praying, praying. Now it starts mentioning, especially in that world, and the world, and actually not just that world, in all sacred traditions and all sacred cultures, we live in a structured reality. Not only structured society, but also structured reality. Our structured society is is a feeble and imperfect attempt to to mirror the hierarchy of levels of consciousness, right? We have different realms. We have hellish realms and, and, and heavenly realms and, and divine realms and angelic realms and devas and mahadevas and the Trimurti and the Trinity and the Godhead and beyond the Godhead. And, you know, it becomes a full stru- structure. Uh, uh, um, we sometimes use this term that uh, Baba Rampuri uses, this extraordinary world, right? Uh, it's a very nice translation like the numinous or the sacred. And it goes from the level of, like, ghosts Right and and good good luck charms to the highest Advaitic realization, right? Everything in between is part of that, and and that whole thing we've we've lost contact with. Right now we don't believe in we don't believe in ghosts, and we don't and we we have no experience of of of, 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 of heaven or non-dual reality, right? We've lost the sense of the all sacred is, the, permeates all those all those possible levels, right? If we believe in angels, we have to believe in, in demons. If we believe in saints, we have to leave, believe in, 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 in sorcerers, right? You know, like everything is the, the, the whole, that, that's the magical world in which, that, in, in the which sacred uh, uh, traditional culture is be- uh, accepted. This is the world that they live in. This is the world being presented. And so they start by listing. May, may, and as mentioned, these are all uh, um, uh, in, the, in, in, in the forest. These are the, uh, the farmers and the cowherders. This is what they fear. These different categories of creatures and, and spirits and witches that hurt children. That's their main concern, right? May the destroyers of children such as Dakinis and, and Kushmandas who are like evil planets, Bhutas, Pretas, Pishashas, Yakshas, Rakshashas and Vinayak, Vinayakas. These are all kind of ghosts and demons and witches and goblins and, and vampires, all these different categories, right? Uh, uh, uh. May the Kotaras, uh, uh, Revatis, Jeshtas, Putanas, now she's a Putna, Putna is a type of creature, right? Putanas, and the evil-minded Matrikas, those who cause madness, loss of memory, and give trouble to the body, breathing, and senses. These are the things that cause diseases, right? That make us lose fever, lose our consciousness, lose our memory, affect our breathing. It says like that specifically, Prana, Vayu, uh, Deha, Puran, pra, Deha, Prana, Indriya, Druta, those who cause suffering or disease in the body, in the breath, and in the senses, right? These are all the things that are all the magical world and what that causes uh, trouble, right? In the senses, may all may those who cause bad dreams and evil omens, right? You, you know, uh, 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 may planets that affect the old and the young, may all. Then this is the word sarva nasyantu te vishnu nama grahena bir Biravaha Sarva Nashantu May they be completely, all of them be completely eradicated, completely destroyed. How? Vishnu Nama Grahena by the power of God's name, of Vishnu's name. Just by saying any any of these names, and actually this is also a teaching, you say Vishnu. 
Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudeva, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, whatever mantra, you think of God, these things immediately disappear. Right? They're coming to God, right? So it's a different thing. But this is a teaching for us how to live in this world, in this in this multi-dimensional and inner dimensional, multi-interdimensional as well as externally interdimensional world. Right? All these things were safe just by saying Vishnu. And it says Grahana uh, Bhirava uh, by the the um, fearful name of Vishnu. They should leave being scared of Vishnu's name. In the Hanuman Chalisa, the one who says Hanuman, right? All disease, all ghosts and spirits, they also leave. You just say Mahavira. You say, what is the mantra? Yeah, you say Mahavira. What is it? The, the categories? Buta, Buta, same. Buddhas, ghosts, Pishashas, demons, spirits, all these things. Just saying Mahavira. They all go away. Right? You know, it's like, we go Mahavira, Mahavira, Mahavira. Don't go away. But <laughs> we don't... <laughs> we have a little practice, I think. <laughs> we don't know what we're saying is the problem. But, uh, um, uh, we're not saying, also we're not saying correctly. May they be by the power of Vishnu. Then the, gopi, the gopis, having taken these protective measures out of love and affection, Mother Yashoda fed her child milk from her breath and laid him down to sleep. So this is the thing. After doing all this, then Mother Yashoda, what did she do? The same thing Putna did. Right, but very different. Right, she also took it to her breath, gave it, uh, uh, gave it milk, and and put put him to bed. Right, but this way it's different. It says, uh, 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 what is it? Um, hmm. Pranaya, Bhadhabihi which is was the the uh, deep love, motherly deep affection. Right, that that. Uh, so the effect, the effect is going to be different. She gave her breast, and uh, Putna gave her breath, and immediately was killed. They give their breath, and they like their oh, their fear goes down. Oh, my son's safe. Seeing him eat, be put to bed nicely. He's not dangerous. We purified him. There doesn't seem to be anything wrong with him. Everything is good. Right. She laid him down. In the meantime, now all this time, Nanda and the and his retinue have been away. They've just coming back from Matuta. Remember, they were coming back fearful. Vasudeva said that something may be happening. I should come back. Right. In the meantime, Nanda and the other cowherd men returned from Atuta to Vraja. Seeing the body of Putna, they became astonished. Below Kaputena Dehana, seeing what did they see? This huge eight mile long body that smashed trees, uh, a body of a Putna. Um, um, uh, they became like, oh my, what has happened? Oh my goodness. Nunnam Bharata Risha Sanjato Yogeshova Samasaha. They thinking or something thinking or they're saying, Vasudeva must have become a Rishi, or it says, Patarisha uh, Sanjato or Yogesho, because he must be a, a, a master of a master of yoga, or a Rishi. Why? He foresaw he foresaw this, right? And this is an important. Uh, uh, he 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 says Saeva Drishto. They he saw he predicted he saw in his in his mystic vision, right? Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he, he saw ahead of time that this disturbance would happen. That's why he sent me. And so the commentaries make an interesting point here. They bring this, there's a lovely part of this. right? Uh, actually, Deva, uh, Vasudeva was a Rishi. Right? He's, we know he's Kashapa Rishi in, another, I mean, in some versions of the story like that. And he was a master of yoga. Only such a person could 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 bring Vishnu into into a body like this. Could be used in such a pure way like this. He was, do you think? But that's but 
uh, 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 Nanda doesn't know that Vishnu has been born to to uh, uh, to Vasudeva, and that has been now is his son. He simply thinks, how could he have known this, right? Yeah. And and so this is, but Vas- Vasudeva he knows because he's a politician. He can see the thing. He knows the king is killing children, and in so he sees that he sees a political reality. And it's the commentary is bring out the uh, Prabhupada also makes a very nice just a few par- uh, three or four sentences bringing out this very sweet point the different worldviews of the Chatriyas and the Vaishyas even though they're brothers right one politician he's uh, he's from a prince of a politician son of a king like this he knows he knows what kings are up to what they won't do what he's going to do right? go back quickly and protect your son right. But the, village, he do, the, the king, the, the, the chieftain of, of, of a cowherd village, he doesn't have that mind. If somebody, if somebody's like, he predicted he must be a great yogi. He must become a rishi. He must, he, he, how did he, supernaturally he saw what happened. Right? Two different, very, two different uh, perspectives. We're moving from Mathura back to Vrindavan. You have to get, I think it's very significant. All this happens as he's moving back to Vrindavan. The, the, the scene, the, the bhava is being set for uh, the Krishna li- Krishna's Leelas. Oh friends, Vasudeva is certainly a Rishi or Yogic master for he has for- foreseen and predicted this disturbance. Then, cutting the huge body with axes, the residents of Raja took the pieces far away and burned them on a wooden pyre. Okay. And so this is interesting. That There's a there's a meaning here that uh, it, there's a in, in the olden world, in the olden days, Right, snakes are very powerful beings, very dangerous beings, right? And and we're very careful how we treat snakes and not to hurt snakes like that. If you kill a snake, there's called sharpa dosha, it becomes a big curse and lasts for lives, like that. But the scripture also says you can kill a venomous snake, right? Very dangerous, not with that reaction, but you have to be have to protect your children and things like that. Better to catch like that, but very dangerous. So if it, if a venomous snake is killed, but snakes are magical creatures. Right, and uh, we don't see them this way anymore. But they're magical creatures. We know from these stories; they're very magical creatures, and they can come back. They can come back. You, you see, they live forever. It seems, right? They keep shedding their skin, being reborn, like the moon, unless it's you know. So it's it, they have their symbol of immortality. So if you kill it, how do you know it's dead? Cut it up and burn it. This is no. This is like this is like a very dangerous, poisonous, evil, demonic serpent that attacks your community in the old world. This was a way. So what they do? Like we don't know what. I mean, what if, what if she comes back alive? Like what if what? what how do you guarantee? You, I mean, you have to see you, you you. So they cut it up in pieces and and burn. Took her far away and burned the pieces on a on a funeral pyre. Right. It's a, it's a homage to that older way of looking at these dangers. You know, um, the smoke emanating from her body had the fragrance of agura agura resin. I was going to bring it out. I forgot. I ran out of time. I was going to light some and let everybody smell the fragrance. We have some. <laughs> the fragrance of what her body smelled like. It was very good. It's like, you could say almost like some translations like sandalwood. It's not sandalwood. How good is it? It's related to um, it's a sap that comes something from something related to an aloe plant or something. It's one of the holy resins we put in our summer green and things like that. You can buy it in little packets, expensive little packets, put it on charcoal like that. It's a very good... Um, uh, I think even Guruji's incense, actually, actually, maybe one of the ingredients in the incense you came with may be all good. I have a feeling that Guruji probably mixed some into his incense, right? Um, uh, 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 uh. Why? So she's this horrible demoness, a killer of children, stealer and killer of children, right? 
who then manifests this huge, monstrous body, so ugly and so horrendous, right? So evil. Yet when she was burned, it smelled like basically incense, right? It says why. Uttito Krishna nir bhuktaha sapya ahata papamaha. Krishna nir bhukta. She suckled Krishna. Just that when she approached Krishna, even wrongly, even uh, diabolically, selfishly, but as a, as a mother. That so that touch was so shows you how the power. Of the, the point of these verses would be the power of this Baba. It's so purifying. It says, "Ahata uh, papanaha," that her entire body became completely purified of all sins. Right? You think that just like one attitude changes everything. Right, uh, uh, the attitude of a mother towards a child is you can't even a child chi- child towards mother we consider a very pure attitude, but an attitude of a mother towards a child is infinitely more pure. Right, actually, a child to its mother is a is a reflection of the original uh, uh, sentiment of a mother to its child. Right, so that attitude is so purifying. Sri Ramakrishna said that he called matribab that we, he taught that um, men should see women as mother. Like this, right? It's a way purifying. But he said it very. This attitude of seeing women as a mother is so pure that kama, lust, is so he becomes ashamed. He cannot he cannot live in its presence. Covers his face and runs away out of embarrassment. And something so pure and it's, it makes it look so bad. It runs away. It's a very symbolic thing. But same thing was sort of reverse. Somebody seeing somebody as a child is so pure that all the even though all this wickedness it completely purifies the body, right? Prabhupada writes, because a child Krishna having sucked the breast of, Rak- of the Rakshashi Putana, when Krishna killed her, she was immediately freed from all material contaminations. Her sinful reactions automatically vanished and therefore when her gigantic body was being burnt, the smoke emanating from her body was fragrant like agud incense. It says, Putana loka bhala gni, kni. Putana, the, you have to think of Putana, the killer of children. That's her definition, right? Rakshasi Uryasana, a demoness who longed for hungered for blood, human blood. This is like this is like trying to say something so bad. A killer of children who is a demoness who wants human to drink children's blood. This is like this is how bad you can't get much worse. Maybe you can, but not much worse than that, I think. It's probably about as bad as you can get, right? There would be if there was a story about such a person on TV. There's uh, parental, you know, uh, uh, guidance or is suggested. This uh, the story is maybe disturbing to mature to immature audiences. Right? Uh, demon hanger for blood. That lady, that horrible person, who's a who, who she went to Krishna. Why? Jignam sayapi harayaha. In order to kill Krishna, right? Such a bad person with the intention to kill. Right, but sthanam, which means breast, tat papaha sat gatim, because she offered her breath like a mother, right? Even with the intention to kill, right? Sat gatim, sat means the truth, the real, gatim means the abode or the uh, goal. She attained the actual final goal, the real destiny, supreme destination. Very beautiful. Putna, the killer of children, the demoness who hankers for blood, with a desire to kill Krishna, offered her breath and attained. The ultimate goal, Sadgati. Kim, Punaha, what then? Right? What to speak? If that's true of Putana, what can we think of? Shadhaya Bhaktaya, 
Krishnaya Paramatmana Yacham Prityat Priyatmana Kim Nuhu Raktasta Matrinoyata. What to speak of those who out of Shraddha and Bhakti, out of faith and devotion, right, to Krishna Paramatma, the Krishna who's the who's the supreme soul of all souls, the supreme absolute truth itself, right? Uh, um, and who offer what is their most dearest thing, right? Raktasthan uh, Matrinorata, feeling uh, who are his. So it's, I have to put it in a different order in order to make it into a sentence. What then of his loving mothers who offered what is dear most to Krishna, the Supreme Self, with faith and devotion? If this is what happened they, to a horrible person like Putna, who did it with murderous intention, what to speak of the pure mothers, his, his people who really love him like a mother, with so much faith and so much devotion, who offer their very essence, their very milk is like the most essential, your essential nature. To, to the to the to the Lord. What happened? What's their goal then? What will be their result? Right. And then it's a very nice. Padbiam bhakta hrida stabhyam. He whose feet, whose lotus feet, who are ever established in the hearts of devotees, right? Vandya bhyam loka vandita. He who is praised in all the realms in the three worlds. There is some commentary by Vishnu, Brahma, and, Sh- and Shiva praising. And Indra and the, and the Dikpalas, everyone is praising the one that's pra- universally praised everywhere, right? Angam Yasya Sama Krama. He was embraced by her. His body was touched by her. Bhagavan Apitatstanam, and she gave Bhagavan, that Supreme Lord, her own breasts, right? So, uh, although, uh, uh, although this is. Yatu dhyaya api sa swargam. Although wicked, although a witch, api sa swargam. She attained heaven. Now here, swarga is a different. What heaven has she attained? That's a different. There's more discussion on that. But she attained the high, the high abode, swarga. Avapi jananigatim. What would what could be if if she attained? the highest uh, heaven, what could be attained by the actual Janani, the real mothers, the ones who really felt he was he was a mother. Krishna Bhukta Stana Kshiraha. She attained everything because Krishna drank milk from her from their from their uh, because Krishna drank milk from their breath. What to speak of uh, oh, let me uh, okay. although a witch she attained the the heaven achieved. Okay, that day I have to write where right. Although which she attained the heaven achieved by his mothers, because Krishna drank milk from her breast. What to speak? Nagi says, what to speak? A kim u gavo gavaha anu mataraha. What to speak of cows? The cows also giving milk to Krishna, right? Even a demoness can attain liberation. By, by by giving her milk to Krishna. What about the cows who give their milk to Krishna? You see many pictures of actually a cow, Krishna drinking directly from the nipple of a cow, right? But this is uh, what to speak. Who, who the, the cows who who feel they're his mother also, right? So it could be the cows who are the mother, or the cows and his mothers like Yashoda and Rohini who also give milk. So although what what what, what then to speak of cows and his loving mothers? Those from whom payasmi yasa apibet. Those who uh, 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 
Paisha, those who drank, whose milk he drank, Putra Sneha, this is interesting, those, those from whom Bhagavan, the son of Devaki, drank milk. It's interesting that he says the mother there, there who's, who's, but he said the son of Devaki. The son of Devaki never got to give her milk to Krishna. Devaki, right? So the son of Devaki, his mothers are all those. The cows are his mothers. All the village women are his mothers. Right? Yashoda, Rohini, all the, the co-wives, everybody's his mother. Every cow in Vrindavan is a great, great, uh, the great mother. Our, our mother is too, and this thing is as, uh, the son of Rohini, uh, of uh, of Devaki, who never got to give. Interesting. They show the foster mother, the Baba is more important than biology, right? Which means Baba is more important than history, more important than, you know, this is a deeper story than, you know, the uh, Yashoda's is in this story more mother than Devaki. Devaki is his mother, his mother. But Yashoda and the cows are really his mother. Even Putana is his mother because she approaches, right? This is what we're supposed to do. No problem. Those from whom Bhagavan, the son of Devaki, drank milk offered out of motherly affection would be granted, says Kavalya Mukti. Kavalya Mukti means the one without a sentence, singularity, liber- full liberation. Kavalya Mukti Adya Akila Pradaha. They will be given this. It says Kavalya Mukti, where is it? Kavalya Mukti Adi, beginning with. means every type of. They can be given every imaginable level of liberation and, and, and heavenly experience, right? The ending with, uh, actually it says beginning with Kavalya. This is an interesting thing. Usually we think Kavalya in the normal Vedantic sense is the highest state, the non-dual state. But here they attain states beginning with Kavalya, right? <laughs> this is a mysterious thing because actually in, in this realm everything is reversed, right? Kavalya is a low thing indeed. It's not that, because you think of it, Better than Kavalya here is being Krishna's. The cows will get even the cows can get Kavalya, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. That's the amazing thing. That even cows that give that, that lovingly give milk to Krishna can attain Kavalya. What to speak of other of others? I mean, these are the levels of experience are so far beyond those who constantly view Krishna like their own child. Right? How can we even imagine they would again enter the material world? Tasam aviratam krishne kurvatinam sukakshanam na punaha kalpate rajam. O king, how can we imagine that they would return samsaro into this world of samsara? They can. They will not be born again into this world of birth and death, right? Agyana sambhavaha. This world of birth and death is a world for agyanis, those who hold ignorance, right? These people are not holding. The, the world of ignorance cannot be meant for those who who who, who, uh, who uh, even the cows attain Kavalyam. What to speak of is being reborn regular. So the point is remember who's the story really being told to? To Parikshit who's about to die in a few days. Right? So what should he practice? He can practice yoga, he can practice all these difficult austerities, try to like that. But these take thousands of years. He he's got days. Right? But he can, the point is if you can develop even a little just thinking develop this bhava you can immediately attain beyond Kavalya, beyond liberation. A little bit of devotion gives beyond liberation. Right? Uh, 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 so it's like what, what to practice. Right? One of our friends, he was, he was driving uh, and, 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 he had, uh, and he was thinking in his mind. You know, he, was, he, was thinking, he was thinking, what should be the ultimate practice? 
right? Because there's japa, there's meditation, there's breath awareness, there's all kinds of stuff you can do, right? And just then he was falling asleep in the car and he lost control and the car went off, 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 off road. He goes, Govinda, 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 and he kind of came back onto that. And he realized, oh, that was the answer because if he would have thought, I have to like watch my breath and notice the gap between the in breath and the out breath. <laughs> all these are important parts of sadhana, but that's not Govinda, Govinda. I can, that you can uh, immediately, you know, within a second, develop this bhava, immediately the mind can go there, right? Those who constantly viewed Krishna like their own child, how can we even imagine they would be born again to material world uh, attained by the ignorant? Last two verses or three verses. Then, jumping back, smelling the fragrance of smoke emanating from her body, the residents of Raja said, where does this come from? And returned to Vraja. They're not thinking, oh, she was purified. This is the author. Vyasa speaking, or Sukadeva speaking, or um, uh, um, uh, um, uh, 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 um, uh, Sukha is speaking, depends on who the author is, right? That we know the, we're, we're, we're being told the inner secret, right? What's happening. But there you're thinking, oh my God, like, where did that beautiful smell come from? <laughs> you know, they, they, they cut up their, they do pray for the body, he's okay. They put the, they cut up the body, burn it safely away from the town, right? Bury the ashes in 10 different directions, whatever the, you know, the other rituals they shall be done that I mentioned. And then they go home, like, where did that beautiful smell come from? They don't know <laughs> what's really happening. But they're the greatest yogis of all. Right, that shows it, but their, their ignorance is divine ignorance. Right. They were amazed to hear from the cowherders about all that had happened with Putana. Hearing about this auspicious end, the auspicious ending of these events, they were struck with wonder and they prayed for the child. Right, you can imagine. Right. Nanda took his son on his lap, feeling that he had returned from the jaws of death. Right. Uh, he said, when he heard, like, oh my God, my boy, what happened? Oh, he's safe. He's like that, right? Smelling the top of his head, he again became happy. Oh, best of the kudus. This is a thing. You smell the, the, this is a common thing, right? A sign of great affection. Now, the final verse is, verse 44 is called Palstuti. Each, each of these important epistles has a, uh, the benefit of reading the story. And so this is the benefit of hearing or listening to the story. Ya etat putana moksham. Whoever etat this putana moksham, the story of Putana's liberation, the liberation of Putana, Krishna, Krishnarya bhaktanam, bhaktan adbhutanam, that takes place in what? In the wonderful childhood pastimes of Krishna. This is, this is the first of the wonderful pastimes of Krishna. <laughs> right. This is, the, the fir- this is really our first pastime. The rest has all been other people. This is the first thing Krishna has done. Right, K- Krishna. His simple thing. He simply drank. He 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 he, clo- he closed his eyes and drank, and drank the milk and drank and drank out the, the milk. Right, uh, one who, shunuyat, uh, uh, um, one who hears, right, shraddaya with faith, right, martaya, in this world of death, right. We were born the birth of birth and death. One who even hears. This story of Putana's liberation and these beautiful, charming, amazing childhood pastimes of Krishna, Govinda Labate Ratim. What happens? Labate, they, you, you gain what? Govinda Ratim, attachment to, to Govinda. Right? Uh, uh, attachment is taste, attachment, love. Rati means this type of enjoyment. Right? So just hearing the story with faith and devotion, thinking of the story. 
Sometimes it says one who, who recites it daily. He doesn't say that. Just he, one who hears the story with lo- with, a fi- with, uh, with faith about the killing of uh, the liberation of Putana, not the killing, the liberation of Putana, right? And all that entails the beautiful child. They will attain. Whoever in this world of death listens to the story of the liberation of Putana during the wonderful childhood pastimes of Krishna attains love of Govinda. Govinda, Govinda. Jai Sri Krishna, thank you for your kind attention. One second. What time is it now? 6.32. It's okay, we have a few seconds. Any points or comments? No, it's good. When we throw salt over our shoulders, that's... Not that we do it now, but... Yeah, you should. <laughs> <laughs> salt is very powerful. Yeah, salt is very, no. Th- that's the thing that a lot of this has to do with these these same semi semi magical ritual rites, right? This invoking of kavachas and like. But there, there we are thinking. Oh, there some even uh, the um, other translation I had on um, by um, uh, Tapasinanda did psychic or occult rituals, right? But I don't think really. I don't think they're occult rituals. We do them daily. They're part of daily puja. They're part of puja, right? But it's but the, the each one of the every one of those things of the kavacha the archaman the kavacha the nyasas everything is names of God, right? In the very beginning, when when uh, Nanda is coming back, rushing back, thinking something may be wrong with his kid, they immediately start uh, praying, uh, chanting God's names, and 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 the opening statement, the, the the frame statement for the whole text, this whole chapter, is wherever God's name is, none of these lower entities, spirits, disturb, inner obstacles, as well as external demonic uh, attacks could happen right that's the main that's one of the main points right and so everything they did is just to reinforce what we supposed to do actually some of the commentary says these are villagers right they're not pujaris right they're cowherd cowherd women not even the men the men even the women they knew all the mantras everybody this is this is this is this is what this is what you do right people i i got recently uh, somebody was asking a, a, a online question when did women why why only men are doing worship when that's who's who made that up right <laughs> that's not an easy question not one person made it up it's a long but what it is actually that's assuming that that temple worship is is worship that it's 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 five percent of all worship is temple worship most of it happens in homes most happens uh in, to between mother and grandmother and children this is where the real like, these are the most ex- actually the things we do in public right are the are are you always in anything like if you have a loving relationship with your girlfriend or a husband Right, the part you show in public is one or two percent. Most of it's unseen and not seeable. It shouldn't be done in public. Right, it's done at home. Right, almost all part of the relationship. So similarly in puja, like these external things, it, it's a tiny thing. They knew they were expert, all the appropriate to their world. Right, the the, the cowherdmen knew what they knew their religion. What's their religion? Bhagavad Gita says, "What's the religion of the Dharma of a of, of Vaisha to protect cows." Right is is is, is, is I forget the exact. There's a verse I should have remembered it. It's in my head somewhere. I thought of it today when I was working on it, but it just I didn't. I should have written it down. But it says that it, exactly uh, agriculture and cow protection, and caring for cows. Right. That's a, that's their dharma, the da- the dharma of, of of the wives. Right. They, all the pujas, all they knew all the rituals with switches and cow dung and mantras and nyasas and all this stuff. But they knew everything to do appropriately. The, the, the men didn't they came back like what happened we know what happened oh my god something miraculous they're, 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 that's not their world the priests have their world the cowherd men have the world but the women that's where all the religion happened and the thing is we've lost the sense of the sake we've lost knowledge we've lost traditional things that are these are things that are passed down from mother to daughter or grandmother to, to, to daughter what's that oh yeah that's a that's a classic example yeah very yeah to, 
yeah. So that that that, that uh, but we don't even we we don't. It's not even a possibility anymore. Nobody wants because these things aren't. These aren't now we know that's penicillin's for. We don't need. You, we don't need to. We don't need mantras to ward off smallpox. Actually, right? the irony is it was the European witches that who, who discovered penicillin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, but so we don't even think it's a possibility. We have a, we have other answers, right? But but the the world in which to understand Krishna, this is the world we have to understand, right? And so the problem is we're at an extreme disqualification, right? We're you know it's like uh, we're way too sophisticated to understand Krishna Lila. Right, you know, it's like we have to be very sophisticated to understand if it's Krishna, but we're way too sophisticated. We're sophisticated in the wrong way. It's false sophistication. Actually, in op- the opening verses in the whole Bhagavatam say the quality of Kali Yuga is that is everything is opposite, is a perverted reflection. That adharma is seen as dharma, dharma is seen as adharma. Right, the temporary is seen as real, and the real is seen as fictitious. Right, the Brahman, the self, the soul, the soul, you, uh, the deity, the source—all this is just that's that's uh, fictitious, uh, like that. And the world of constant change. This is this is the real world. Everything's opposite. When you have the opposite, how are, how are things going to develop? This was we cannot understand this. So that's why we're spending a lot of time also unpacking the worldview because the Bhagavatam itself is meant for Kali Yuga. It's meant for us. Right. And remember the whole one of the reasons why Krishna took birth, according to uh, 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 um, uh, Sukha, is n- uh, not, of course, to kill Kamsa, to re- rid the world of uh, too much military. There's all these external things, but really, he said, the real reason is so that we in Kali Yuga can read the stories and attain God. Right. Just thinking about because otherwise, where is there? Where is there? Ho- I mean, we, we can invoke. And hopefully another avatar comes and kills all the kings and military. We think like I mean, people are waiting like that. Like that, maybe that will happen in history, right? But reading the story, we enter a worldview that 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 takes that that's real, right? that's uh, more more what uh, uh, more real than history. We talked a lot about this. We set up these the, the, the whole topic many months ago, right? Uh, that it's presenting a world more real than history. Right. We've been recently reading uh, some uh, uh, writings on, on, on this uh, on on this part. I can't pronounce their names, otherwise I'd say them. <laughs> French philosophers, right? But uh, um, uh, 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 the 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 one of the, the main the main point is that is uh, 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 yeah we we live in a world with it's not even it's, it's not even a possibility. We we can't even we can't, everything's. We have our ways of seeing everything don't allow us to see Krishna, right? Although Krishna is everything, right? And 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 history, uh, historical view is important. We can we 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 study. We're almost are trying to present that also because we're also modern people, contemporary people, I should say, to use a, a <laughs> distinction. We don't want to be modern people; we want to be contemporary people, right? We want to live in the we want to live in the traditional ancient world in 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 the contemporary setting, but not with a modern mindset. The modern mindset is that 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 the the uh, this world which is God isn't God, right? There's a problem, right? This world is only God, but we don't see God. We see the world, and we make the world God, which means we lose God. Right, it's a very tricky thing, right? And this when we were talking about the structured world of the hierarchy, right? The internal hierarchy and the external hierarchy. Even that the old world view is like everything springs from God. The material world, what is it? It's 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 the radiance of it's God's radiance. It's God's manifestation. But the farther away you get, you 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 get farther from the source, 
right? Although it's nothing but the source manifested. But the further you get into manifesting, the harder it is to see the source. So we look at the source, we, we look at the manifested and try to, and, and use that to prove this, to understand what the source is. And we end up with sources that are completely materialistic, right? So it's also, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a, a basic fundamental worldview that's, that's uh, uh, rather, if we, if, we, if we understand the source, then all the manifesting includes the historic and the, and the, these, like, oh, this is a reference to this and a reference to that. You know, we can talk like the historical part of, parts of it, psychological parts of it, the uh, sociological and anthropological understanding of these things, metaphysical and metaphorical, all these type of things. All these things make sense because we see them as expressions of the source. But if you only, but if we, the farther we get away, if we try to understand it only from the materialistic or from the, uh, the, um, uh, 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 analytical, histo- uh, scientific, or uh, biological, or historical, all that's correct. It's correct, but it's, it doesn't allow us to see the source. It comes from the source, but it doesn't see... Anyway, this is, next week I'll try to organize that. It's an important idea, but it turns out it's really hard to think about. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll, I'll try better next week, but something, at least our introduction. Something you've kind of tension, we'll go in for RIT. We'll, now we can take all that and go to the real world next door and, and worship the source.